books, Fighter's Kitchen. Woohoo! <laughs> and so you want to be a fighter. Okay. But it is, in my opinion, and from a sports science perspective, um, now taken into consideration biomechanics, bioenergetics, mm -hmm. damage, trauma, cognitive mm -hmm. processing, distance, proximity, speed. Skip it down. is my opinion that when you get to the best in the world and say it. Say it. the hardest fight, hardest sport in the world. It's the hardest sport in the world. That is my opinion. Wrestlers get mad at me. I have great admiration for wrestlers, and I think they're right there. Yep, great, I, great. But everyone, listen. I, I've been hit just a. I'm a layman, but I've been hit enough to know what the other what one human can do to another. And when you've been hit like Chris, breaking the orbital round one, you got to fight eleven rounds with one eye. Uh, and somebody looking to do, I'll close it on this and let Chris speak and you guys take it over. In every sport, you get a warning, right? A penalty or thrown out of a game if you hit someone in the head. True. In boxing, it is the repetitive objective to do that. And there's a reason why the others are penalized because it changes the nature of the sport or could permanently damage the athlete or at least temporarily damage them throughout the course of the competition. And that is part of the reason why of many, I say boxing's the world's toughest sport. That's a compelling argument. Uh, Dr. Yeah, and that's, and as Chris knows, that's only a fraction of my argument, but I'm going to let you guys take over. <laughs> yeah, Chris, what's Well, the thing is, Chris, you did boxing and kickboxing and wrestling. and wrestling. Yeah. One would think adding the kicking part would make it more difficult, but what do you think? Uh, I don't, it's a very different, it's a very different sport. Um, first of all, it's much shorter in duration. So there are mm. two minute rounds and, you know, there were some world title fights and kickboxing, depending on what, what the, the style is, if it's like Muay Thai, a five round fight, um, or a 10 round fight. So you got 10 twos for a world American style kickboxing matchup. Um, K1 is, is five rounds, three rounds. Mm. Usually Muay Thai is three rounds or five rounds if it's a title fight. So it's a much shorter contest. Okay. Uh, Granted, there's 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 more skill. There's different skill acquisitions. You got to be able to kick. There's different metabolic capacity due to that. There's different strength and conditioning. There's different conditioning for your shins because and your forearms because you're you're getting hit with bones. You're getting kicked. Um, but I do believe that, uh, and similar to what my my argument with MMA is, it's it's um, jack of all trades, master of none, because you have to water down all of the other techniques and all the other styles in order to be good at all of them. So boxing, and that's the reason I went from kickboxing to boxing and not the other way around. I said, I wanted to take weapons away so I could master these and focus on really fine tuning these. I don't, I only, I only have so much time. I'm a, I'm a human yeah. being. I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be useless as a, as a fighter in my forties and mid forties, you know, so I, I only have 20 years to master uh, something and and for me i was like well i got i got two weapons instead of instead of four or instead of eight so let me focus on the two and i get them as good as i can in the, in the short amount of time that i have or have left and uh you know that, that 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 worked out and it just it also made me realize the nuances of of boxing and how how specific and precise everything is in terms of the striking and anyone who's who's done both kickboxing and boxing i've talked to many super high level kickboxes and they're like my god the defense in the boxing is, is so so difficult guys are so precise and they punch so hard 
they would think that oh, kickboxers are going to they're going to hit harder. Yeah, they're going to kick hard, but the punches are so fine and so precise and so powerful. You see, uh, you see some pretty gnarly knockouts in, in in boxing with guys that don't look like they're throwing that 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 hard. It's like a big swinging kick. It's a guy turn turn his hip and, and cracking you, and, and someone goes to sleep. So it, it's it's very different in terms of in terms of that, but the fact that a championship boxing contest is 12 three minute rounds metabolically doesn't even make sense. And I know this is a very inside boxing or inside baseball, inside boxing. And I think we spoke about this too. You're not allowed anything but water in the corner and everything leading up to it. So from, from the standpoint of sports science, it's, it's stupid and antiquated. We all know that not having any kind of sugar or any kind of anything, anything that you can metabolically use for fuel during that time is very, very dumb, especially because it's such an explosive sport. So you've got 12 three minute rounds of being explosive and you're only allowed water. So there's no exogenous carbohydrate for energy. There's no exogenous energy source at all. You can't have too much caffeine because you're going to fail the drug, the post the post drug test. So it is as raw and naked as it can be. And that's a long time to be fighting a, prof- a professional killer. Right. Cause you've got three rounds, the, you know, the one minute rest where you're not that flies by. So you're talking about 45 minutes span to 47 yep. minutes of intense activity. 36 minutes of action. And then you've got, yeah, exactly. 36 yeah. minutes of, of, of action, which, which at the highest, I mean, it, it is, it is full blown sprinting. You're right. sprinting for three minutes. Your heart rate is, is in the 90 plus percentile the entire time. I've shown you some data of my sparring. Like yeah. I mean, you're hitting, you're hitting, you know, as high a heart rate as you can, as your body can muster over and over and over again, every round. And you're doing that 12 times. When, so, did, the, when yeah. did the prize fights, when did the championship fights go from 15 to 12 rounds? Because I actually remember watching Ali fight a lot of 15 round championship fights. So when did that end of the 80s? It was it yeah. was um, it was uh, um, uh, Jun Tung Kim and um, uh, and uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, boom, 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 Mancini. boom, Mancini. Yeah, he killed him. Boom, boom, killed Kim on nbc sports on a saturday afternoon and they said that was the last time that we're like we need to change this because it's just again it's 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 that crazy to think of fighting for that long a 15 times three minute rounds talk about i'm talking about how how insane 12 is they used to do 15 not to mention we have to make weight before that too so you got guys that are potentially dehydrated at uh, 24 hours before or 20 hours before who are now going into this extremely long contest that is extremely explosive and not to mention that tony mentioned we're damaging each other's brains on purpose so yeah it's it's it's, i think it's a pretty easy argument (laughs) but how did if you if if you really know what's going on you know uh you're a boxing historian how did those guys like you know i don't know if it was jack johnson and jim jeffries they fought how many rounds? Some of these guys are fighting 45 rounds or something yeah. nutty. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much fought until someone either gets knocked out or, or dies of exhaustion. But if you if you ever get your hands on any kind of tape, uh, even in, in the in the 40s and 50s, the, the style was so different. Mm-hmm. They they circled each other a lot. They didn't throw as many punches. It was really it was a very it was a very fine. It was le- much less athletic than it is now. Fighters now are extremely, extremely explosive and athletic and, and, yes, and are yes. true athletes that could be good at other sports as well. Back then, these guys are literally, you know, passing just each waiting. other. And, yeah, yeah, just waiting for the perfect shot. Because back then, they wore very little gloves. So they didn't take as many risks in terms of throwing 
um, and leaving themselves open. And, and like I said, the gloves are very small. It's almost like the bare knuckle guys. Now um, they don't throw that many punches. A friend of mine is pulling on Ajin and he fought in bare knuckle a couple of years ago. And he goes, Chris, he's like, I wasn't even sore. He's like, my face was cut up, but like <laughs> you throw so few punches because everyone's so afraid to engage because every punch is so damaging. So it's very, very different style back then in terms of, you know, metabolic output and, and athleticism. But I, we could argue too, Chris, right? I mean, it's great. Hey, you stop people from getting cut with the small glove or bare knuckle, but now people can hit twice as hard because of the glove itself, right? Yeah. Uh, I, so it's like the argument with rugby versus American football when people will say, well, rugby is always much more difficult because there are no pads. True, but somebody can launch themselves at 25 miles an hour in American football because of that shoulder pad, right? And, and running to another human being. So one could say, hey, we saved the face a little bit as we put the gloves on, but now you're increasing the risk of concussion right? and the trauma to the body. I, I think what people forget too is how much, you know, your lungs are getting, you're getting hit in the liver. You're getting hit in the lungs. The organs you need to excel through the sport are being impaired, right? Yeah, your lungs you are being, you got inflammation my... in your lungs. Your what head is being hit. These are why I think I can go on all day. There you go. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I get all excited about making this argument, but these are just a handful of the reasons why they are numerous. The bioenergetic demands, as you said, but the sheer trauma. And, and for those who don't believe it, I will give them this. They haven't been punched yet. They think they've been punched, but they haven't been punched, man. They haven't been punched by someone who knows how to punch. That's, That's the thing about it. So, true, a true punching ability is a, is a very difficult thing to get good at. So to summarize Tony's argument, and I think I have it right, basically, wrestlers will give you shit for saying wrestling is by far the toughest, but the difference is wrestlers don't get punched. Bioenergetically, hard as hell. Training, it hard as hell. It's the act of its impact to the head, although I guess you could slam someone, but you know, uh, yeah, but you, 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 that's not the point, right? Right. So, but in boxing, it's the point is repetitive head trauma. If you're good at body punching, repetitive body trauma. Um, sometimes the best fighters are the ones who are really good at avoiding getting hit. I mean, yeah, there is one of my favorite fighters. This is going back when you, Chris, you might remember a guy named Wilfredo Benitez. Of course, yeah. he was he was a master of slipping punches. It was mm -hmm. I remember watching him. I think he fought Leonard. Maybe Leonard. Like, there, he was like twenty one years old, nine twenty yeah. years old, and he fought. And that fight, that was, fight like, was amazing. Yeah, I was like, this guy's difficult to hit. It was a, and I don't know. Can you teach that? Is that? Yeah, you know, you can teach it. Oh yeah. So defense. So I always say, uh, learning how to punch is actually pretty easy. It's just basically just technique and you line yourself up and anybody, everybody, everybody can learn how to punch and how to punch yeah. well and punch hard. You know, there's obviously different levels, but the hardest parts about boxing are footwork and defense. So once, once you are able to move around the ring and, 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 and we've all seen fighters who move around the ring definitely and beautifully think of Muhammad Ali, the way he dances around the ring. That's a hard thing to do, even if no one's in front of you. And, you know, he, he, he had that. It's a very difficult thing to learn the nuances of, uh, of range and distance and how to know when you're in a safe position and when you're not. How to, how to make sure you fight the fight where you want it to be. That's what called, being called a ring general is. Ring generalship right. is the ability of maneuvering your opponent in a, and put them into a place where you want them to be so the fight can happen the way that you want it to happen. Um, so, yeah, the footwork and the defense, and defense, forget it. People talk about, oh, hitting a, hitting a fastball is the hardest thing in the world. I know Tony brings this all the time. So, yeah, well, how about the guy throws a fastball from this far away? Yeah. And, how do I, and, and you got to make that, that miss. You gotta, you've got to anticipate. You've got to react. 
Um, you've got to, you've got to acknowledge the movements like are his shoulders twitching that way that he's going to throw that punch. And how am I going to figure out that Scott Fox is going to go high? It's going to go low. I, I'd like to say I can give you the answer and I can, but it'd be a little bit, it wouldn't really make sense for me to talk to you, but yeah, there are little tells you can, you can tell that you, you know, where to, where to block the punch or try and get out of the way and where your head needs to be in order to, but these are part of the skill acquisitions that you need in order to be good at that. And that's why when you ask like, can you teach that? Yes. A lot of it is, a lot of it is reaction speed matters being able to react and, and move quick some people just aren't that fast some people aren't that explosive so you you can teach certain aspects but mm. talent always matters this is still a sport and it's still you know it's, it's yeah. not sprinting but it's a sport although when you watch really the guys that are good at slipping punches we're talking they move just this much it's it, it's like the glove brushes them and to it to the untrained eye it's like well it looks like he got hit it's like no, the glove is just brushing by them. I don't know. I don't know how you can teach that. But you say you can. I guess there are degrees of being able to teach it. Yeah, there's degrees of being able to teach it. But you know, one thing is like, yeah, on paper, this you slip a punch this way and you put your head that way. Yeah, it's on paper. But then yeah. in actuality, it's a whole different thing. It takes a tremendous amount of, of of sparring and training, and and it's like anything else. So you've got to do it a million times to be good at it. The best defensive fighters in the world make you miss by a hair the closer you miss the better the closer i am to being able to counter you if yeah. i make a, if i make a big move and the punch goes way over here and make you miss by a mile guess what i'm a mile away i can't i can't i can't damage you and that's what a, a true defensive fighter is good at. i make you miss and i make you pay you know make a miss and I, I'm, I'm still in position to hit you with my power shot and that's that's the true beauty of of what the sweet science is all about yeah the nuances millimeters just you know, I, I have the fortune of once in a while working with Chris and the lit, of course I'm at, you know, beginner, beginner, but nevertheless, the smallest nuances that he'll bring up to me are the difference between you potentially knocking someone out or taking it right on the chin. And it's a, it's a question of millimeters. And that's another thing, you know, right. Your guy, guys can throw punches. I don't know the fastest recorded Punches, you know, maybe about 32 miles an hour. Of course, they slow down in the ring. You got the inhibition of worrying about getting hit again, the range. But you, somebody's throwing a punch at 25 miles an hour from 18 inches away, that's pretty difficult to slip. And to Chris's point, not only slip, be in a position subsequent to immediately respond and make them pay for throwing that. Otherwise, something else is coming right back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not, it's not just about just making a miss. It's about what's coming next. I mean, and that's, a, that's another difference between boxing and kickboxing. Boxing is so much faster. You're able to throw mm -hmm. so many more strikes because kicks take a long time to throw uh, relative to punches. So it, it changes the speed of, of, of the action. So what year, uh, well, what year was your first professional fight? Uh, 2004. 2004. 